High Impact Influence, the podcast. Day 20, Monday, September the 20th, 2021. The website is growgreat.com. My name is Randy Cantrell. I'm your host here. Welcome to the 30-day microleadership course. After today, 10 more days. Yep, that means we are two-thirds the way through. Let's talk about pride. And I'm not talking about the kind of pride that we take in doing great work or being proud of the efforts of other people. I'm talking about pride as in our ego, our quest, and our desire to have power and authority, our desire to be given credit. Every leadership failure you experience, I'll just make a true confession, every leadership failure I have ever experienced occurred or was made worse because of pride. And so it goes. We can lose our humility in a moment, and maybe just for a moment, we can lose it for extended periods. of Well, some people, they never figure out humility's value. Bosses are all prone to think that we know best. I mean, after all, many times we are privy to information and data that rank-and-file employees simply don't have, and we're in charge. We are bequeathed with power and authority. The temptation to be large and in charge is real, often fueled by our grandiose view of our own smartness. Few of us would dare exclaim, although I have heard a few people say it, that we are the smartest person in the room, but in our head, we're thinking it. Sometimes in our actions, we behave that way. Arrogance will cost you as a leader. It diminishes trust. It stifles open conversations and collaboration. Proud bosses mistakenly think that they are proving their brilliance and they are displaying to everybody else how much smarter they are. The reality is people realize their insights and their observations just don't much matter. Psychological safety, that goes away if it ever existed. And the collective intelligence, well, that goes down as people shy away from being open and honest like they might otherwise be. Pride puts the focus on self, and it makes me the most important person in the world. Now, don't fool yourself into thinking that that is going to create anything positive in your culture. Oh, yeah, sure, you can feel good about yourself all you want. But it's not going to be enough to overcome the damage that your arrogance will do to your leadership and to your organization. So permit me in the few minutes remaining to just make a solid pitch for humility and for you to pay close attention to those times when pride might get in your way. Number one, humility fosters curiosity. Pride eliminates curiosity. Now, we've said this before, but it bears repeating. The deeper your humility, the deeper the potential is for your curiosity. And rather than think you know the answer, you keep asking questions. And the more you keep asking questions, the more you learn. And the more you learn, the deeper the potential is for your understanding. That alone makes humility worth the price of admission. Proud and arrogant people lack curiosity because they already have the answers. And their answers never get questioned, which is another benefit of curiosity, right? Because it's not always about asking questions for answers. It's also about questioning answers to make sure they're on point. What if all those things that we've thought were true, what if they're not? 
we sometimes need help in questioning these things that we may think are right. Number two, humility puts a high value on others. Pride puts the value on self. By now, I hope that you are fully persuaded that you must make people feel valued. Employees need to know they matter and that their insights are going to be heard. Humility fosters that by reinforcing those things. They're true. It's not just a facade. It's real. And the employees know that it's real because humility is easily noticed. The humble leader is taking actions that are congruent with the humility. Bosses can appear to be the most important people on the planet. It's really common. Pride. And if the boss is the most important person, then where does that put the frontline worker who is 11 levels below the C-suite? Yep, you guessed it. They're invisible. Totally unimportant to anything that goes on. A side consequence of pride is when the so-called leader is filled with it, then it promotes others to follow suit. Now, you may think... Well, but, you know, leadership is all about having a positive influence. No. No, lots of people are a terrible influence on others. They're terrible leaders, but they're still a leader. They still have influence. Proud and arrogant leaders show others selfishness is acceptable behavior. Because, hey, look at me. So don't be shocked if you see other people in your organization mirror your pride. Number three, humility is necessary for compassion. Heartless organizations have no life. I've already defined compassion in an earlier session as a focus on others. So this is similar to point number two. However, compassion is more than a high value on others. It's understanding others and it has empathy as fuel. All of that goes away or is greatly reduced when pride rears its selfish head. Any team, group, or organization that is led by pride and arrogance is a heartless organization because compassion is going to be absent. Humanity doesn't matter when pride rules the day. Sterile operations without heart, they are increasingly finding it hard to get people and keep them. Humans connect with other humans. We don't connect with people who think they're better than us. Number four, humility affords us opportunities for greatest growth, improvement, and high performance. Group power is well documented. There's no need for me to reiterate it here except to remind us that together we achieve much more. You know, even my eight-year-old grandson who plays Little League Baseball, he knows that. He learned it a few years ago, and he's only eight. Everybody on the team has to be willing to do their very best individually and collectively in order for the team to succeed. So they work together to spark improvement in each other. And guess what? As little boys playing baseball, they have fun in the process. Why can't we do the same? Consider the alternative. One player thinks they're the center of the team. Let's suppose that they truly are head and shoulders better than the other players. Suppose they pitch. Doesn't matter how great they are. They still can't pitch, catch, play first base all at the same time. And if the hitter knocks the ball to left field, well, they're not going to be able to sprint from the mound to make that catch. 
you have to rely on teammates. If you're going to have any success, whether it's little league or whether it's in your organization, your enterprise works exactly the same way, regardless of your gifts or talents, they are not enough to go it alone. Humility affords you the best chance to be part of a winning team. The upside of humility is enormous, even more so when you're in a position of leadership. Just like the downside to arrogance and pride, it's ridiculously high. Upside, downside. Do the math. Then decide which route you're going to take because one path is going to be very lonely, filled with pitfalls, and potential disaster. The other is going to be filled with other people who want to go higher and further and faster. I'm going to add a link to an article that was published in Inc. Magazine written by Jeff Hayden. It's a short article, but I think you'll find it interesting, and it is certainly congruent with today's episode. It is entitled, Here's How to Tell Within Five Minutes If Someone Isn't As Smart As They Think. And that someone could be you. So enjoy the article. You'll find the link in the postscript to today's episode for September the 20th, 2021. It is session 20 of the 30-day microleadership course. Be well, do good, grow great. Again, the website is growgreat.com. My name is Randy Cantrell. Hey, Lord willing, we hit session 21 tomorrow.